Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and we are live on loudmouthradio.com. As always, it's an amazing time to be on air as your host, Sunny and Jazzy, for a special segment on this Valentine's Day in 2016, No Ordinary Love with Sunny and Jazzy. If you're listening to this broadcast online, feel free to tweet with us or Facebook us at Loudmouth Radio. And we also can be dialed into it on Studio Line at 347 eight two six seven five two zero. So today we have an opportunity to um talk about some love and relationships. And yes. happy, happy Valentine's Day, my sweetie. So I get to do this with my Valentine. I know happy Valentine's my very best friend, my boss, my wife, my you know, she has so many titles. Um so I'm smiling at her because we are covering no ordinary love on Valentine's Day out and about in Atlanta. So, you know, we wanted to to talk to people. I've talked to some people who gave me insight, but they won't come on the radio. <laughs> I know, right? Respectfully, cool. so exactly. Just, you know, I, they're busy and they're a little bit shy, but they're excited. So. Uh, I t- we told them we would say some of the things that they would say or wanted us to tell our audience about what No Ordinary Love meant to them. Absolutely. So that's a- yeah, but it's really nice out today. It's very wonderful in Atlanta. It's a little bit brisk, but it's such a beautiful, sunny day. Um, and so it's really nice. And I know, Sunny, you're covering... You went into the cafes where people are all hugged up and warmed up on sun on Sunday. Yes, and it's one of those things where it's, it's a joy to be able to see people enjoying the day. Like you said, it's beautiful and sunny here in Metro Atlanta. I don't know how um, everybody else may be looking in the world today, but we always look forward to having the ability to see the sky and <laughs> have a little warmth. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about some people were talking about the groundhog. How he must have been colorblind and misinterpreted what he saw. <laughs> because we have gone from thirty to forty to sixty to seventy, and all of this happening I in know. one week. And you wonder so, why people have the sniffles. Exactly, you know, you've had the sniffles all around the city 
um, this last couple of weeks because we don't know how to dress at all. We it don't is have because a of yeah, our, our ozone is just totally um, in shambles. <laughs> it's very clear. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is, but it's really the groundhogs. <laughs> it's the groundhogs. Oh, put it on the groundhog. Yeah. This is okay, all about I'm blaming on the groundhog today. <laughs> so my Valentine, Molly, you in danger, girl. Oh my God! I love. So just so I love every, everybody knows, <laughs> she has been playing this on our last three shows. She is so in love with Molly, um, and Ghost is one of her favorite movies. And how appropriate to start talking about no ordinary love because what about? An ordinary love with a, a man and a woman, but how about no ordinary love with a ghost that happens to be your exactly. husband in the form of Whoopi Goldberg? Oh my God, saying it is only <laughs> only she can be the only one to do it and get away with it, right? And, that was and a one love of our favorites. Only not ordinary. Exactly, and you know Patrick Swayze, amazing actor. Um, who's no longer with us in the physical uh, movies like Ghost? Um, what's another one of your favorites? But Ghost is one of my well, true favorites. You know what? I'm an old movie. I'm an old movie buff, and so because um, we're talking about things that are not necessarily ordinary, so I'm not the typical um, person who likes certain things. So I'll just say I love Elizabethan. European old movies, and so Sense and Sensibility is like one of my absolute favorite favorite love movies. Yes, you know it, it's it's one of those movies that you if you haven't seen it, it's about this really unordinary love, no ordinary love between the help and you know the employer. And it's Ooh. one of those taboos that you shouldn't do. I was just about to but, say, exactly. Yeah, it's the taboo, it's the socialization, it's, you know, the economic differences. And in a time period where that was, it could cost you your fortune. And so what, what I enjoy about it so much is love cannot be stopped. Even if you separate people the love the two people have, it just continues. You know, that person is thinking about that person. They're trying to get back to that person. No matter who or what it is that's saying, I shouldn't be with it. Love just is so powerful. It's the energy. Yeah, it's the energy. Yes, and it's energy that we all have the ability to possess. We all may have something, different things that we love. It's may not always be in a physical person. It could be in something that we enjoy doing, like reading or driving sports cars or collecting mugs, you know, things that oh you find that bring you joy. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Collecting mugs. You have to know what is uh, what makes people happy. And I think that's right. the basis of a healthy, loving relationship. And that could be in parent and child. That can be in sibling relationships that could be between friends, um, between your significant other, between you and your pet. You know, um, Jazz and I, we have a dog, and her name is Zoe, and Zoe Mandela has different toys. Yeah, she has different toys, and we know certain toys just make her light up. Her tail goes up in the air. She'll come and get it and 
drop it and make you toss it with her, and she'll flip over. And so it's it's, it's about making the connection. And, and she made a connection this week, you know, with that toy. Oh my gosh! You have yes, to tell. So we are. So we for for many of you that have followed us on social media, you know that we are in the process of doing the dating and engagement for our baby girl Zoe Mandela, and she has recently found two suitors. Wow! One, okay. yes, two suitors. One named Zeus and one named Gucci. And so she met them the other day. They are the cutest. One is a a, a grayish poodle, like Zoe Mandela is gray and white, and then one is a uh, Yorkie and a poodle mixed. Gucci is black. So hilarious. They got together. She's about to go in heat, so we wanted, you know, to give her opportunity to have fun We're with prepping. the dog. And some prep time, and and our producer Sunny over here is going insane. She's going crazy, like, oh my god, not my baby! And this so is too much. It's, it's it's so perfectly timing because she's three years old. She'll be four at the end of the year, and so she's good. It's a good time for her to be a mama. And so she's meeting the fellas, mm-hmm. and they are just like, oh my gosh, she is so fine, girl. And it's so funny oh because. <laughs> Gucci was so squirmish. He's like, "Oh yeah, I kind of like her, but oh, she's a little bit snappy." And then, and then, yes, she was. walks in later in the day, like, "Oh yeah, she's a little snappy, but I'm gonna give her a little space, but I'm not giving up." <laughs> and oh my God, Zeus's parents, <laughs> Zeus's parents brought Zoe. A toy hippo, and it's the one that has all of the stuffing out of it, but still has the squeaky toys. She has fallen. So she bought so it immediately. Oh my God, Becky! She, she loves, loves that toy so much. It is insane. It has replaced the Miss Kitty doll. It has replaced the little robe. The um everything. Else? Everything she, comes she decapitated second. Leo. Oh my God. So she's so in love with that toy. So Zeus kind of made this impression so far because he brought her a toy. I don't know. It might just be a human thing, but oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes. But it just goes to show you that how how you love something, and that's what this show is about. You, you don't really know how love is going to show up. It just does. Exactly. You know, and so I remember a lady telling me many years ago, she said, Jazzy, little old lady, I was doing her nails, and she said, now, Jazzy, you need to be very careful who you love, honey, because the heart doesn't know it's not supposed to love somebody, so the mind has to be careful who you allow the heart to love. Isn't that good information? I love that. That is great information. Isn't it? Because See, the, the heart the, just grabs. It just attaches. Absolutely. And it's so important. You know, it starts, we, we talk about, you know, Valentine's Day. A lot of times, so many people get depressed on Valentine's Day because they are not yeah. in a love connection with someone else. But we we have to start with self and mm-hmm. self first and then, you know, provide that same energy out and it allows to allows us to draw the people that we want to draw into our lives and to, yes. to treat us the way we want to be treated. That's so true. 
That's so true. I remember, you know, a lot of people look at us, and we have a very wonderful relationship, and I'm so blessed to to be able to say that. Number one, we didn't meet up like, oh, I want to get with you. We, um, exactly. we knew each other through a mutual um, acquaintance that we happened to be hired to do a show. So we were both MCs. We didn't know we were MCs together. And did the show, had a great time, laughed our heads off, even though we were like, I don't know this MC. I don't know her. She don't know me. <laughs> How are we going to mess together? <laughs> and guess what? And it, four years and later. It, and four years later, we were both, you know, coming out of relationships, so we weren't looking for somebody, you know, to be with, but we went to the same church, didn't know that, and we had the same business mind, same desires that we found out later becoming friends, and I actually, you know, uh, wanted Sunday to do some of my marketing for some things that I wanted to do in business, and we just developed a really good friendship, and that friendship turned over into such a wonderful bond that we could say intimately we wanted the same things, and, you know, we ended up getting together, and then we ended up getting married. So it was a process, and everybody was trying to push the process way faster than we were. It was so nice to have this wonderful person this wonderful friend that I could confide in and I could be vulnerable with without her saying, oh, let me take her vulnerabilities and let me try to get up on her, you know. Right. She, you, you know, and I can say that to you. I say it to you, and I also say it behind your back to other people, but I say it to you first because I'm really grateful that you allow friendship to me because in times past, I didn't allow friendship. You know, I settled for many things that I liked in the person, but I, I also settled for many things that I didn't like. And I didn't allow myself to grow or heal or to be whole. And you gave me that space. So thank you, Valentine. Thank you, my best friend. You know, for You're doing so that. welcome. I thank you for that. doing that for me. Absolutely, and I'm going to say this, that, you know, it's so important that in this day and age that you find the important parts and aspects of your friendship and allow them to help build your relationship. And there's Mm -hmm. so many people Mm -hmm. that are are getting into relationships that they don't have the basis of friendship first. And so what ends up happening, I've, I've heard my wife say so many times, you know, I have a friendship within our relationship, and that puts us mm-hmm. in such a great position because this ain't always going to be where you're going to like the moments, it's each and every moment that you have. You're going to do things that's going to irritate each other. You're going to have situations that you may not agree upon. But if you have a true friendship in the relationship, you'll find that things that normally would have bothered you to a point where you you wouldn't have been able to get past it within an hour or within hours mm-hmm. or within a day or within a week, you stay angry, into, you know, because you don't have the same essence, you mm-hmm. know, in, in that mm-hmm. relationship without the friendship. So I think that that has become such an important um, conversation that more and more couples are starting to realize how important it is to have a good friendship with your significant other. 
Jazz, some of the books that um, I know we both have had and read about, um, The Five Love Languages. Oh, my God, uh, yeah. By Gary Chapman. By Gary Chapman. I, I recommend, mm-hmm. you know, any any couples, no matter where you are. Any person. Stage. Yes. Any person. Honestly, it's not just a couple's book, although it, it can come to that. But as you're as you're explaining what the five love languages are about, if you don't know your language individually, how can you tell somebody once you get with someone what you need if you don't know? Absolutely. Yeah. So you can tell them what the book is about. Well, this is the the funny thing is the title itself kind of gives you a little bit of an essence of just what to expect in the five love languages. It's basically the mm-hmm. secrets to love at last, and, you know, Jazz uses a great scenario that if I'm speaking English and you speak Spanish and neither one of us speak the other language, it's going to be hard for us to communicate. Right. 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 Exactly. And I I also say, I also say, if if I'm itching, if my back is itching, and though you're scratching my back on the left, you literally are doing what I have asked you to do, and that is scratch my back. But if the Correct. need of my itch is to be scratched on the right side, you haven't met my need. You're doing something, but you're not meeting the need because we're not adequately getting the conversation the way it needs to be connected. Exactly. 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 And Chapman um, describes the express an experience of love through uh, these five love languages, through gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. And what's interesting about that is that we all have our own way of communicating. And then, and within that fold of communication, so a prime example, you know, Jazz, I can go and buy things for Jazz all the time. Every day I can go out and buy something. But if her love language more so is quality time, then me going and buying mm-hmm. things is really not providing the fulfillment in which she's truly looking for from me. She'd rather That's have me sit down and spend time with her, go walk in the park, go mm-hmm. have a picnic, you know, go and catch a movie or something like that. So learning, like you said, Jazz, what is important to you would translate into how you, you let the other person know that this is the best way to reach me, because it's really about connecting. Exactly. It's such a, we had a show the other day on our Fantastic Friday show, and Sweet Baby Kita came on the show. Hey, Sweet Baby Kita girl. Um, hey. She came on the show, and, <laughs> and she made the statement that one of her key components for Valentine's Day and for any day in relationship is to know the person you're with so you know the gift to give them. And even if that gift is time, give them time. Don't give them a box of chocolates, you know. Or if you know that I love mugs, please don't go out and buy me a plastic cup that says Happy Valentine's because I'm not going to drink out of a plastic cup. I'm going to drink out of a mug. So it's it's important that when we're spending this day talking about no ordinary love, we don't do things that are ordinary. We do things that are unordinary or not the ordinary, you know, what everybody else is doing. Or even extraordinary. I like it. 
We do extraordinary yes. things in the relationship to make the relationship be fabulous. And one more point. It was important to me that I liked you. You remember when we first got together? Yes. And we were starting yes. to develop, like, feelings. And I would look at you and go, I like you. And it was like, it was bewildering. <laughs> yeah, it was me. like, okay. And I was like, yeah, I like and you. And you were like, no, I like you. And I was like, okay. No, I'm like, I like you. I was so in but, shock. But until you broke it down, you're like, look, I've been in past relationships where I really didn't like the other person. And when you said right. that, I was like, ooh, how many times have you had, you know, a bearing of a relationship and something really goes awry and you look back at that person and you're like, oh, my God, I really don't like you. I don't like the person. I don't like you. The makeup. Yeah. yeah the makeup of you. You know, you like not... certain things about right. them. But just to say the essence of who they are, I don't really like you. You know, and, and that a... was like the aha moment for me that I had been married before, I had been in relationships before, and I could pick out, you know, let's say out of ten things, I could pick out three. Every now and then I would hit a four. But for the rest of it, I didn't like the person. You know, they had so many qualities that I had attracted. Now notice I'm taking responsibility. I had attracted so much of the pain bodies within myself from the other person that I kept drawing more of the dislike than I drew of the like. Exactly. That's good. That's I'm preaching to my own self. That's, that's it's really so good. true. Yeah. And so I know, think until we realize that within ourselves, then we still mm-hmm. keep attracting the same people and wonder why we're not getting a more evenly yoked situation, you know, in another mm-hmm. person. So let's let's talk about some things to do today that could be out of the ordinary. Well, can I say something? You made a statement sure. of, of, you said something that we say a lot of times, and it primarily comes from a spiritual um, background, a parable background, Christian background, which however you want to say it, and it's called being evenly yoked. <laughs> Yeah. And so for those yeah. of you that have never farmed or you've never really broke down the term of that, to be yoked together is to be banned together, you know, with some type of like when you do um, oxen and you put the little bar between them and the little chain that goes around them and they can walk together. So it turns the wagon, you know, if you pull it to this way, the right, it turns to the right, you put, you know, and so the ox go together, Right. Because it's two ox pulling the wagon. To be exactly. unevenly yoked during those days, let's say I didn't have two oxen, but I had an ox and I had a donkey. And I put the donkey and I hooked it to the ox. So when I would turn it, it would the wagon, wagon. would not respond properly because the ox is stronger be than the donkey. So it was lopsided. lopsided. The, two, the two animals, you know, they were uncomfortable. It was painful. They didn't always go the same direction because one is stronger, one is forceful, one is stubborn, you know. And they can't so equally the un- pull their weight. And they How can't equally pull the weight. So I wanted to break down that statement because a whole lot of people have no clue what being unevenly yoked or the word yoked 
or what it, you know, the example of yield, what it means. So imagine you being unequal in relationship. You're not going to exactly. go in the same direction. One loves swimming, one hates swimming. One loves the sunshine, one loves the cold. And everything is always at an opposite. There is never a time where those differences are strong enough or sufficient enough to carry a longevity of relationship. So I wanted to just say that a little bit. And exactly. now you may proceed. <laughs> well, I think that you, you really just really highlighted you know, the truth and the overall aspect of how important it is to understand that a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't even know, we don't even realize how lopsided we are in the bearing of a relationship, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I would say that, you know, it's important. Uh, the other day, Jazz and I went out, and I kind of given her this little surprise. I was like her pre Post and day of Valentine's Day, all in <laughs> four days. <laughs> but it was about, mm-hmm. you know, opportunity where we had one of our nieces with us. And you said, niece, when you get married, I don't want you to think that you can't still date in your marriage. Mm-hmm. That is also a very important thing, I think, that, you know, needs to be brought to the forefront and say that it's good to date, even if you've been in a long-term relationship, five or ten years, and you haven't physically mm-hmm. gone and, and, and got legally documented married, you're still in a in a committed relationship. And sometimes right. you get the complacency of everyday life, and we forget to do the things that initially drew us and brought us together. So, so true. Yeah, so any relationship itself is worth. It is work. And, and it's work, but and it I doesn't think, have to be bad work. I enjoy I my work. I say that. Yeah, right? I was just about to say that. Yeah, I was just about to say the thing is that if you both have a positive desire to have a good, strong, healthy relationship, and you both, you know, you're not going to know it all. You're not going to always have the answer. But even when you don't have the answer, you say, you know what, honey, I'm stumped. This is uncomfortable. We're, we're up against it. Mm-hmm. You know, the other day we were, say, we were actually talking and, we, you know how sometimes, you know, our jobs, you know, other family members or friends or other circumstances is going on around you? And because we're mm-hmm. all energy, it's easy to pick up somebody else's energies or, um, you know, their circumstances, and it may not necessarily be exactly you, but it makes you feel a certain way and it affects you. So mm-hmm. when you come back home when you come back to your mating, then you get together. It's so important to try to be conscious of, your energy, and sometimes we'll, it's always very common to transfer frustration and things over to our mates because. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you got to be careful not to dump. You can't you can't take your partner and make them into a dumping ground. So, you know, I, I remember the other day I said, yes, you know what? We had a moment where we, we kind of hit this little lack, this little space of frustration, but it really wasn't about you and I. We hadn't really done anything mm-hmm. to each other with other things mm-hmm. that had you know, alter the moment. Other and things and people, family matters. I'll just go yeah. ahead and say it. <laughs> we yeah. allow and, and, other and, and people's stuff. Mhm, mhm. And then remember, way. I said, I said, you know what? I, 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 we left and, and had a little, a bit of a maybe about an hour break, where you were somewhere and I was somewhere else. And on my way back home, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't want us to be. 
in a disagreeing state or space or, in a, you know, in a negative space because there's nothing going on between us that needs, that has a need for us to be in an argument of state. But right. it's good to be able to say, you know what, I, I've identified that this is a cause of to why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. let me kind of release that. And even talked about it. You know, we talked about it. And it, it was yeah. a great way of coming back together and saying, you know what, this thing around me has affected you and I both to a point that we just came came to each other and, and, and we could feel the tension. So it's so important to be able to communicate even when it's not good to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, and exactly. And I think that that, I think that makes you know, as a, another extraordinary way to continue to build on your relationships. So I, I think I would love, we can take these last few minutes to talk about a few uh, no ordinary things that you can do um, yeah. today. It's Sunday. So in Georgia today I actually um, saw that on your birthday you can actually go to the Georgia Aquarium for free. For Didn't free know that. people. And that's a $40 value, right? I think it's like $40. It is. It is. So I know there are some people who are born on Valentine's Day, so you got some Valentine heart babies that's out here in the world. So if you're looking for something to do that may not be in your norm, take a trip down mm-hmm. to the Georgia Aquarium downtown today and make that a, and make that a date. Um, that's it. Jazz, what, 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 what would you say would be a great but ordinary thing to do today? I would say go rock climbing. You made this. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I took it from you. Yeah. Rock climbing okay. is a excellent no ordinary love activity because when do you think about going rock climbing? But it's fun. It's funny. It's safe. You know, you're all geared up. And uh, I remember when the kids were little, we went to uh, this place that had rock climbing within the store. And the kids were climbing to the top. Everybody was excited. And our daughter, Dominique, she was like, okay, Mommy, I can do it. She got all the way up and looked back and freaked out. They got stuck. I understand. And, we, and it was like, it's okay. It's okay. You're strapped up. You can't fall. And so it is a safe, fun, crazy activity. So I think definitely that's something. You know that you could do, and it depends on what you this? are. But, you know, we're talking a few things in Atlanta. Exactly. So let's take it abroad a little bit. Um, how about if you had not had an opportunity, if you've never heard of it, or you've heard of it and just didn't know what to think about Airbnb? Mm-hmm. Airbnb is a great app that you can download on your mobile phone as well as go online, and it is a non-traditional way of hospitality, of lodging for traveling. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to go out of state. Airbnb is a, is a platform where individual people who own homes, uh, multifamily units, condos, lofts, even tree houses. I've seen people with t- with, with crazy-looking tents. With little tents. Um, RV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Boats. Uh, boats. So, you know, if you don't own a boat, you know, why not rent an Airbnb, which means that you can go on the app and actually um, uh, take a reservation to stay somewhere. It could be right in your city. 
It could be your, yeah. within a two or three hour drive of your home. Um, you go to Airbnb, which is spelled A I R B N D dot com, and you can do a search on there for area that maybe you have an interest to go into. And so, what happens is people that own these properties, they open up their homes to where you can rent a room for a day, a, mm-hmm. a weekend, or the house, a, a week, or the boat, or the entire home, or the you know, or a certain space, and it's shared space. Mm-hmm. So you pay a, a flat rate, whatever that amount that they set per night, mm-hmm. and you have the ability to come out of your normal space and go somewhere and stay for a day or, or make it a weekend. But it'd be a great way to, you know, step out of your normal uh, environment and try something mm-hmm. new. And you know what's so funny? Well, not really funny, but what's so good about it is a lot of times we will want to go. Let's say we're going to go to Greece. And let's say you have a, a minimal budget, right? You want to go exactly. to Greece. You want to enjoy all of the things that are in Greece, but the hotel is eating up the mass majority of your funds. Say the hotel exactly. room where you want to stay is $300 a night. You can find an Airbnb for $100 a night or less. And then and transfer those savings into your adventures. You know, transfer yes. those savings. And wow, now you are too, you you know you're going on tours that you would not have been able to go on because your hotel was going to be so expensive, but you still get the experience. And it absolutely. is absolutely incredible. You want to read, you know, people's um comments because you are going into somebody else's space, so you definitely <laughs> want to read <laughs> When when somebody says, honey, it's beautiful, but the bathroom is awful, you want to put a mental note that unless they you may not be the place awful that you bathroom, right, you might not want to go. We've had the very wonderful fortune of staying in um, an Airbnb both here in the States and Florida as well as in Europe. And let me tell you, honey bun, you want to get an Airbnb the way to do in it. Europe. You really want to get amazing. an Airbnb in Europe. Because it can be quite costly to stay in major cities. And we did not stay in London. We stayed outside the parameter and caught a train and bus because it's not like here in the States. Honey, they take train and bus and cabs everywhere in Europe. Absolutely. You know, we stay, what, maybe 40, 40 minutes away from London? Yes. Yes, and, and you know, living in, in Atlanta, Atlanta very similar. Yes, we stayed in an amazing place. It was absolutely gorgeous, and the shops that were right around it was so nice. We could walk around. We found this one little cafe that, oh, my God, Valentino's. Oh, it was so yes, nice. Yes, Valentino's in, in uh, Cheswick, Cheswick Park. In, uh, you say yes, Cheswick, I say Cheswick. it's a beautiful area. Yes, either way you'll yes. find it. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of which, um, I think Groupon is a great outlet to check on as well and to try to mm-hmm. see if you can find mm-hmm. some deals and savings there. And uh, whether it's a getaway or a, a local food or um, some attractions or something like that, try to make the best of it. Do some things that you normally wouldn't do. And, and you know what? I, I think, yeah. I was going to say, one of the things that we did, too, for in November, we went with a group. Um, so you can find groups that do trips. Like we went with the Faltacular group. I know they have ski groups um, 
They have foodie oh, groups. Yeah. So you can, listen, these are things that are not only for couples, but they're for singles too. Don't sit at home and be mad that you're alone. Because, see, that's the difference between lonely and alone. Okay? It is. Lonely often comes and with that mental attitude of longing and, you know, depression and, oh, I'm so down. Okay. You don't have – you can change that. And alone just means you're not with someone. So you can go be with someone, even if that someone is not your intimate lover. You can go build bonds and experiences, which brings gratitude and happiness and fun, which plants those type of seeds and it produces that type of energy magnetically, guess what? You're going to draw those same type of people. Number one, you're going to draw those friendships. And through the friendships, you may actually have the opportunity to bond into an intimate relationship. So go to some of the meetups, the foodies, the, you know, if you like hiking. It's so many meetups. There's so many groups that you're able to find. And if you don't know how to find it, you can go to meetups. I think it's meetups.com. They have a mm-hmm. whole list of sequences groups. Of, of groups. You know, you or you might find a group. Exactly. You might be able to find a meetup group through your church or other, other organizations. We have an outreach ministry um, that I fortunately am able to say I'm, you know, the chair and the founder. And I'm also a global servant, meaning I serve the community. And just through those giving, those service attributes, you meet so many different people. We have met the best people from serving the community and from those um, opportunities to meet other people who give and of their time and of their services and products and so forth and so on. Guess what? You've now connected to someone who has a like mind that you do, so you know that they are givers. If you are a giver, that's a great meetup. It is. That's we can really that's talk about great, serving. Yes, it's a great, like I was with someone before Mm -hmm. who hated the fact that I gave away my food to people after we left the restaurant. And here I am, I'm eating as much as I can eat, so I'm going to have it for the next day possibly, because it's what I do. And here somebody is that has not eaten possibly in days, and I want to share my food. But this person is so angry that I'm giving to that person who is in need. Well, that was a flag right there of letting me know, I don't like your character. (laughs) So when you're able to do things that you love with a group of people, you get to see people in a true light. And that may be an interest at some point for you to connect and get together. Not that you're doing it for that purpose, but... It's a great opportunity to see people in their giving and in their philanthropy and human um, characteristics. So, you know, definitely that's a good place to do a No Ordinary Love activity. But I was saying Absolutely. that we, we did that in November with Faultacular and in the mountains, and we went on a, what is it called, ATV? Is it ATV ride? Yes, the four-wheeler. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh, my God, it's so much you know what I mean? It's one of those. Especially okay, if you're dinner outdoors, is nice. Yeah, dinner is nice. All of the little romantical, but that was romantic for me and my <laughs> wife 
to have a good time outside with other friends. Hey, Jason. <laughs> I know, right? And Daniel. Uh, and Daniel. Yes. Uh, they were our ride buddies, and we got dirty and muddy, and we laughed, and we drove to the top of a mountain and looked out across the other mountains. Absolutely. Talking about romantic. We It was yes. beautiful. You know, or skydiving, or or the other one. What is the one that I want to do? Skydiving? Um, no, no, I, I, no, I don't want to bungee jump. I want to skydive. And what's the other one when you ride across the lift that, that Daniel and Jason did? I can't think of it oh, right now. Oh, um, zip lining. Zip lining. What a yeah. fun way, you know, to scream out, I love you. You zip line. Oh, <laughs> you, if you've never if, told if, a person if, you love them, that's the way to do it right there. Or even a hot air balloon. Oh my God, that's so wonderful. We haven't done I've that. I've never I've been done up in that. a hot air balloon. It is yes. so incredible. It's so smooth. It's really, really a fun um, opportunity to to lift up away from the cares of the world. Um, and to do that with somebody you love is a great, a great idea. Taking a cooking class together. I was just going to say shout out to Charmaine Skilling and Salt Sisters. I was going to say yes. culinary is always a great opportunity to learn and to learn to cook a new dish, try something mm-hmm. different. Um, a few weeks ago, Jazzy and another one of our global servants, um, our niece, actually cooked this awesome, amazing, um, was it like Japanese food dishes? Yeah, uh, we did our version of, of the black girls gone wild Asian style. Yes. That's what it was. <laughs> and it was delicious. And it was something different. We hadn't, you know, of course we made some that we could have some at home. And, and we had an opportunity to serve it um, to a uh, homeless shelter, transitional mm-hmm. shelter. And, you know, just trying something different uh, as far as your food. Your palate is always a great way. Um, to try something different, you know, try to go eat something that you normally don't eat. Go somewhere that you mm-hmm. normally. So if you've mm-hmm. never had sushi, if you've never had, um, oh, that's a good idea, babe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe go to you know a place where they actually cook the food, a hibachi grill, and they cook the food right in front of you, and it gives you a good, you know, hands-on experience of your food being prepared. So you know, all these mm-hmm. great things I think are wonderful ways to grow and. And, and nest in opportunities of doing things with other people, as well as with yourself. Yes, and I think so. I, I think, yeah, I think that all of those things are always a great way um, to just step out of the norm. I think we get caught up in our normities a lot of times. And then, we'll, I, you know, when people say, I'm bored or there's nothing to do, I mean, Metro Atlanta is huge. I mean, there's so many things that you have to decline to do. Parks and recreation. I think so. You have parks so. and you have parks and, and trees and recreational centers that have different activities in them. Um, you know, uh, just go out with nature. Um, go to some bodies of water, canoeing, whitewater rafting. We went tubing. Oh my God, the tubing, tubing is so much. I mean, it's kind of so cold right fun. now, but if you're that daring, yeah, I wouldn't you know, advise it now. Send us pictures if you're that daring. I'm saying. But I wanted to say, I wanted to say something about one of uh, the two people that I interviewed 
out in the street. They're single, and one of the guys, Adam. Hi, Adam. Um, Adam <laughs> said to me, I said, so, Adam, what are you doing that I can tell everybody on the show today as a no ordinary love kind of activity? He's single, called up a group of friends. They are getting together, and they find the local breweries to go and try beer. And so today they were like, we're all single. Let's find a brewery to go to and taste the beer. And and even though I'm not a drinker, I thought that's a cool, like, non-traditional thing to do. Isn't that cool? I would have I've done that. Yeah, I would have done that. Right? Absolutely. So I told him about and, three and daughters in Florida. Yes. In St. Petersburg, Florida. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a few that, that cool? have started to really, yes, the craft beers have become a humongous um, social space. Like you're saying, it's not just a brewery where they're just, um, you know, having the beer made. Yeah, House Brewery, which is right here in Hampton, Georgia, is brewed in, in the uh, Metro Atlanta area. They actually provide tours uh, twice a week. Mm-hmm. So you can actually go in and guided tours and see the beer process, find out history about the place and the business. And, you know, it's just a great way to, like you say, do something out of the outside of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. And, I thought that was um, really so cool. That is great. So what was your other person? What did they say? And so Bellum, well, he was crazy. We kind of hung in the car together and drove around Atlanta a little bit. Um, And he says, well, he didn't want to tell anybody, but we talked to the radio. Yeah, I will admit it. So, like, if the the commentator is saying something or a crazy song is on, his thing was just do something fun and crazy, even at the risk of people talking about you. And I thought, wow, that right there. So we were talking to the song Hello. You know, when the Hello song came on, Adele. And and so the song was saying hello, and he was like, hi. And I was like, how are you? He said, I'm actually a little bit sleepy. It was hilarious. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so funny. But, you know, even through the joke and the funny part of it, the statement is do something at the risk of being talked about that you have fun doing. And that's seriously, those kind of things. Another person sent, um, ordered a pizza and took selfies of herself with the pizza and put I love you and kisses and all sorts of collage um, postings and said, yeah, well, I happen to be single, but doesn't mean I'm not going to enjoy myself or get presents for myself. And so I'm just in singles and couples alike to really do extraordinary things, either for yourself, for the person you love, for the pet you love. Don't forget grandparents. Don't forget people who are in situations in, in hospitals and nursing homes that may not get those same kind of touches. Have a no ordinary love and find an older person to hug and, and give some Valentine. I've been giving out Valentine's good. little candies. Isn't that good? So I've been out on the it street is. today giving out candies to people who would not you know, necessarily get one. And I'm exactly. just like, happy va- be my Valentine. And they've just been like, oh, my God. And now, I'm not saying that, that to so get cool. kudos. I'm just saying that to say it's just a good thing to do. It really they is. Do good, I agree. Good. 
right? Because they're not expecting so that's, it. They're not expecting right, it. Right, not at all. Not at all. So it's just a good place to be in. But I know we're about to wrap up. We just want to say happy Valentine's Day, happy Sunday to those of you that don't celebrate, quote, unquote, a day. Um, we just we celebrate an experience every day. Absolutely, and if it falls on a, a, a social Valentine or social holiday, then so be it. But we really celebrate the experience of living and loving and being. Exactly. I love that. Can I use that? You can. <laughs> it's gonna be on our it's gonna be on our archived radio, so in case you forget it, you can archive our show and you can hear it again. Speaking of which Make sure you download us. We're available on Stitcher Radio, which is reaching over 5 million in-car dashboards and over 20 million iPhone and Android device users. And we're also on TuneIn Radio, which is over 50 million active listeners. As an independent radio station, we are so grateful for our listening audience, our guests, mm-hmm. our hosts, you know, our, our account managers, everybody that, that pitches in and makes the, the network be exactly what it is, which is um, our goal to empower, inspire, entertain. And so each and every time that we're able to come on and, and give some essence to somebody and it, it reaches somebody's spirit, then we're doing what we wanted to do. So mm-hmm. we're going to encourage you to continue to stay follow up with us on loudmouthradio.com. Like our page on Facebook at Loudmouth Radio Network, and that's with two Ds. And like us on, uh, on <laughs> look, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Loudmouth Radio. And as always, we are so grateful. Uh, to be able to come again today and speak on something that is so, so important. No Ordinary Love with Sonny and Jazzy Joe Smith has been on air today on Loudmouth Radio on February 14, 2016, and I know that it will be an amazing, amazing rest of your day. And, Jazz, I just want to thank you for sharing this time with me um, this Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon and being able to talk and, and do what we enjoy doing as a couple and as friends and as hosts. Thank you. Thank you so much, darling. I have to give you an applause. <laughs> You're Thanks, done. everybody, for listening. Have a good day, everyone. Thank you, everybody.